When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, fans. Hey, Grimzilla heads. I know a lot of you have been asking. I know Eric has been asking me, hey, I love getting wet with you guys every week at Grimzilla's, but gosh, I don't know where to hashtag get wet online. Eric, do you know anything about this? Where is it? Do, do you know? Where is it, Dan? Well, I'll tell you where it is. We got Twitter accounts and we got Instagram accounts. Please follow us and uh, reach out to us at, at Twitter at, at Groomzilla's and on Instagram at, at Groomzilla's pod. Eric, I know people have been out there. I know they're getting wet. We're just not hearing from them. They want to get wet. They want to stay wet. They know where to do it now. Find us on the socials and we'll get right back to you. And now back to the show. Here we go. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. From the Forever Dog Satellite Studios in Baltimore, Maryland, this is Groove. This week's theme, speeches, and now, your host and my best friend, this is Eric Dodorian. I am Eric Dodorian. I'm here in Baltimore, Maryland, sitting in my bedroom. It's getting cold here. Cold, got to put all my icy hot patches on, got to start layering, got to get a new coat, starting to... The seasons are changing. October has found November. Uh, and with it, a new direction. An attitude for me from last week, definitely. Um, you know, things are settling down. I, you know, baseball, I'm, I'm over a basketball guy anyway. I, uh, Basketball is my favorite sport. I love the Lakers. Uh, baseball is always a number two for me. So now I'm, you know, now that baseball is out of the way, I can really focus on basketball and and the wedding planning. We sent Drew and I, my beloved partner, are 32 days away from our nups, getting our nups done in the desert. Gonna get wet in the desert, getting our nups done. Um. And uh, we finally sent our invitations out. Armenian, uh, Doofus Armenian custom is you wait until a month before your wedding and you send out invitations to a destination wedding in a hot spot. A literal and figurative hot spot. Palm Springs, California. Uh, Probably the the sexiest place on the planet, I think. Um, you can find whatever you want there. Tops, bottoms, middles, uh, olds, news. Am I just doing Stefan now? I think I'm doing <laughs> Stefan. I'm just doing Stefan. Uh, that cackle you heard, I'm going to bring in, I'm going to go ahead and just bring in my number, my side piece, my number two, my Dr. G, my lover with the Glover that I want. Glover. I don't know what that was. I'm going to bring Dan Gill, everyone. Coming in from from the Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles, California. It's 
Dan Gill. Thank you. The, spa- Hi, the spacious Forever Dog Studios. Spacious Forever Dog Studios here in LA. It looks very spacious. What did I say? Cavernous? You didn't say it. You, you just said Los Angeles. I just like to qualify. I'm, I have, oh, yeah. Look at my wingspan. I'm spreading out. Um, how you doing, buddy? Well, I'm I'm in a pretty I'm in a pretty good mood. I got an email earlier today from Drew Kajgarian uh-huh. that sent me a link uh-huh. to a thenot.com wedding Did website. You follow the link? Did you click on the link? I clicked on the link. I put in my name. I RSVP'd for the nups. Uh-huh. I and then I, I don't want to brag. I think I was the first one. I think I was the first one on the board. You think you were the first one? Well, you confirmed it in a text. You were definitely number one with a bullet, the first RSVP to my upcoming nups. Yeah. Was Dan Gill. How was that? Dan Rager. How do you like do you do you appreciate poetry when you, I'm gonna ask I'm talking straight to you now, listener out there. If you're listening to this, whatever you're doing, you're in your horse or you're underwater. Um, do you believe in poetry? Uh, I do. I believe in poetry and my uh my side piece, my number two, my co-host, my guide, my shaman, my Sherpa, my big man down in the post. I could throw the ball into and I don't have to worry about anything else. Uh, Dan Gill being the first person ever. I'm never going to get married again. I don't care what happens. Mm-hmm. I'm never getting married again. This is my only wedding I'm ever going to have and the only person to ever RSVP first Yeah. to that wedding is Dan Gill. Dr. G. How's that? Likes to RSVP. Dr. G. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. G. If it fits, it fits, baby. Uh, uh, that's Dr. G's slogan. A little different from Johnny Cochran's. Yeah. If it fits, uh, it fits, baby. <laughs> yeah. If it fits, it fits, baby. That's that's Dr. Glove. Dr. Glove, Dr. G. That's what I like to call him. Uh, I am uh, honored. Honored to be the first. Also, very pleased you got him out. You you did what we what we were talking about all last week. It was kind of a heavy episode last week. It got real, it got raw. Can I? Yeah, I mean that's what you know. That's what that's what life's all about. It's about ebbs and flows. It's about digging yourself out of the holes that you dig for yourself. Yep. Uh, to lay in face first, like the dog that you are. Okay. And then you uh you pull yourself out of that hole. You climb out. You dust yourself off. Uh huh drink a glass of water and you look life straight dead in the eye and you say, I'm going to send a couple emails today, no matter what. Yeah. Now what's, and, uh, what, what does the hole do? Do you fill the hole back in or you save yeah. it for a later date with the hole? So you- no, the hole you want to leave. No, the hole you leave because yeah. you're going to be back because sure. you know you. Yeah. And you're going to want to, you're going to want to lay face first in a hole again. Like a dog. Because that's your, that's your stupid, like a dog, like you're dumb. I don't know how dogs can dogs even lay face first. <laughs> Into anything? Well, yeah, they got a belly. Oh, you mean put their snout down? You okay. you want to see a plank um, planking dog? Is that what you're asking about? Yeah. Uh, how's, yeah how's that's it? what I'm asking. How's everything else going? You sound you sound you sound much better than you like. You're in a much better. I place. sent the invitation. Yeah. Um, I am because what you said, Dan. I heard as soon as we hit sent. What exactly what you said happened is going to happen. Happened, left it off. Yeah, huge. Uh, like Dennis Franz was sitting on my chest. Yeah, huge and, weight. Uh, huge. Yeah, Dennis Franz. And it's, weight <laughs> off your chest. And as soon as we sent that email out, it, it, you know, it, he just kind of it felt like Dennis Franz just kind of waddled off. He stood you know, up, climbed up off my chest. He showed you his butt, and then he left. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it feels great. And it kind of feels like everything else. It feels real right now. Uh, we definitely, there was like the money situation with the venue that we locked down that we finally, we also cemented today. That was like, you know, loose ends with the venue. Okay. Uh, t- tied that shit up. Sent sent invitation. So it was, you know, today was a really good, productive wedding day. Um, and other than that, you know, like I said, climbing out of the hole that is depression, for better or for worse. And excuse you, you know, getting enthused. Drew's got a huge day coming up on Thursday. She's having her uh, her sister from Massachusetts coming down for the day, and her sister lives in D.C. is taking a day off. And they're doing their uh, the bridal thing, the bridal the gown, the dress shopping, wedding, wedding dress, yeah, oh dress shopping. That's what it is. That's a very big day, uh, big week. Yeah, big week, big week. I mean, this is how we do it, you know. Uh, we fret, we worry, we gnaw on it on ourselves, and then we, you know, yeah, pick yourself up and you start to get stuff done. You, and that's what we're gonna do. And I and now it's just now it feels really good. Um, because people are SVP and, uh, we're just so excited about getting to share this great day with everyone. Yeah. Um, well, it, it becomes um, not that it wasn't real before, but you, you know, now it's official. People are on board that, you know, I, and yeah. I know exactly where you're at with those RSVPs start yeah. trickling in and everyone sends yeah. their individual message. It's, it, it's exciting. It's a great feeling. I think, um, the next step, I think, for me, and I don't I haven't really talked to Drew about this, but I think that we really need because we've had a ton of conversations and ideas about who we want to be our officiant. Yeah. Um, but we haven't really locked one down yet, and I think once we do that, yeah, I think it would really, really set it off into uh, nup heaven. That's what I call it. Nup heaven. You go to your nup space. Yeah. Yeah. When you get when you're getting your nuptials done, uh, you want to get to a, a space in your head that's clear thinking and decision making. Mm-hmm. You want to get in the nup zone, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and uh, I think we're getting there. I think we're getting there. It seems really great. I want to get. Uh, I got my suit, my tux. I oh. bought off Etsy. Okay, fantastic. I bought a tuxedo on on Etsy. It's on route. It's being shipped as we speak. Wow, should be here. Should be here tomorrow. Oh, that's gonna so, be that's gonna be fun. Get to put that on. Yeah, yeah. So if you and any of you Groomzilla wet heads out there want to see me try my tux on, uh, maybe I could do like a live, you know. Oh yeah, like a reverse, you know, a little soft boy, shy boy video thing where I, you know, put a tuxedo on all slow. Yeah, a reverse. Maybe I'll do that. A reverse soft boy, shy boy video thing. Look for that tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'll be following that. You know, I feel I, I definitely feel loose. I don't want to get too loose because I know I can do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I did that planning. You do a big you'd have a big day and yeah. then you'd celebrate and reward yourself yeah. with three days of nothing. You got to stay on it. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, you know, because that's me, baby. Uh, I'm a lot of peaks, a lot of deep down valleys, but the peaks, you know, there can be just as scary as the valley sometimes because, you know, you get really excited and you run away with decisions that you make. And, you know, uh, sometimes you got to live up to those decisions that you make. Yeah. Um, but I think now I'm in a real fun, 
we're in a real we're getting into the fun creative part of the wedding that's the best yeah decorations and we're looking at uh lights and we're figuring out how we're gonna seat uh 65 people for yeah. the actual ceremony part that's gonna like be the hardest part of our wedding i think yeah logistically uh figuring out how to, we're gonna get 65 people to watch our little fucking ceremony yeah. uh um and, I, you know i love that kind of part i like that is I the like fun yeah interest. i like figuring out cool chair designs and yeah uh, I really want to incorporate the pool. My idea for the the space saver is to just surround the pool with chairs. Yeah, and then get married in the pool, um, <laughs> like a baptism. Which at first baptismal uh, kind Drew of wedding was really into. Really was into, but then now again with the I don't want to ruin the suit. Yeah, and the dress. Yeah. Like, and it might be cold. We have just been living away from California, yeah, and people that we love and our friends and our and my family. Um, but Drew has like a bunch of really really close friends. She's got her uh, coven. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> okay, who are these badass witches uh, who look out for each other and they love each other and they're witches and they do witch shit. Nice. Uh, and she, so she's going to reconnect with them and their party animals, and they're really good at partying, like party animals are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, my crew, we're going to bring it with yeah. the with the party stuff. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get crazy. Yeah. Um, Have you figured out uh, food yet? Because um, that's like just thinking like the next big things you have to tick off, and then you can really focus on the fun, all yeah. fun stuff. So I think that we're gonna like talk to. We thought of a really good idea to have food, like to have snacks and drinks before, even before the ceremony. Yeah. Just to get people loaded and content. Yeah. And set a tone uh, of food and drink being really, really important. Yeah. For the the remainder of the evening. Um, So that's the conversation we're going to have. We're going to go with register. We're going with brown paper. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who else you would go to if you're planning a wedding in the southern, greater Southern California basin. Yep. Uh, if you're not talking to brown paper, you're not talking. You're not talking weddings. You're not talking at all. You, you got your fucking tongue cut out because you don't deserve taste buds. Because brown paper, L.A. Yeah. Serves the best goddamn food. And uh, is he going to do the bar, too? Or are you just going to uh, have? Yeah. 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 I think we're going to have him do the bar too. Do you do the bar at your wedding? Uh, yeah. 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 Um, I've you know, because the bar, the bar is going to be pretty easy. We're just going to have a bunch of red wine and we're going to have a bunch of white wine and we're going to have a keg and we're going to have our two signature drinks. Perfect. Um, and some pot edibles, probably. No. God damn it. I, if only. I mean, that's the thing about only- being at your own wedding is like people were having fun at my wedding, and I know that. Yeah. And I, I was just like, I, I'm not gonna do that on my own wedding day. <laughs> um, but now I can do it at yours, baby. I can let loose. Yeah, go nuts. Go uh, nuts. Bring in the PCP. I want you smashing through some fences. I saw so many that. people smoking PCP at my wedding, and I was like, it, yeah. of course, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Yeah. I'm the groom, but boy, that looks fun. But then you turn around and Wendy's smoking PCP and you're like, all right. 
Wendy's been smoking. Um, that's Wendy and I met through our PCP hookup guy. So I mean, it, it's sort of Phil. Yeah, Phil. Who are little little, little Phil? Little Phil, rest in power. He's you know no longer with us. Yeah. But um, well, that's great. I'm, I'm, and it sounds you're in a much better place. And you're right. The, the decorations, especially Christmas related, I have, I hadn't even thought of that. That's there's a you know I mean I had thought of it before, but not today. Yeah. That's a that's a tre- treasure trove of stuff you guys yeah. can dive into. You could do stage so, over pool. Stage over pool. We could do stage over pool. Um, covering the pool is its own thing. Yeah, you have to if rent we don't, that. If we, don't, if we don't need to deal with covering the pool, then yeah, uh, obviously we don't want to cover the pool. Uh, the, our initial, the number one idea of where to have the ceremony was under the palapa. Yeah, it's natural. The palapa, it's like the an altar. Palapa come, it comes to a point in the middle. So the middle is like the highest point. Yeah. And perfect for a big ass Christmas tree. To oh, get in front of, oh man. In front of. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it's sort of like a, a chuppah and it's a little bit like an altar. It just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. We want to, we want to appropriate as many cultures as we can. Oh yeah. Uh, into our wedding. I wonder if anyone's ever done that. What if someone just like... Oh, yeah. Wendy and I used to... Because we wanted to do the, like the Jewish chair thing and the, the circle yeah. dance we always liked. But oh yeah, we were we're too white to uh, to appropriate stuff. Um, you could burn the palapa down at the end. You know, a little Burning Man inspired stuff. That's a very traditional thing. I, I mean, I, I always want to burn a Christmas tree. I feel like... I feel like Christmas trees are like flags. Like, um, once they're ready to go, the only proper way to... to uh, to get rid of a Christmas tree, you chop it down and, and burn it. Yeah, it feels uh, like a natural ceremonial thing that people should yeah, be doing. I think so too. Um, I don't. We're probably gonna burn something down in the, uh, in the house that we don't own. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna be the palapa. We might just try to steal that. You're gonna might, you're gonna burn each other down after everybody goes home. That's what you're gonna do. Yeah, we're gonna bur- we're gonna have sex for the first time <laughs> uh, in three years. Yeah, you've been well that you because you both uh, are born again, if I remember correctly, and you both. No, it was just a kind of, you know, it's actually a sex thing. Not having sex is actually sex. You're like, do you want to try this? Hmm. Uh, And once we got and once we got engaged, we were going to have sex. Yeah. But then uh, we got engaged and it's like now we got to save ourselves. Yeah. Wendy and I actually still haven't consummated. We're saving ourselves. We're gonna have. Se- we're Good saving ourselves for when the first kid is born. We're gonna celebrate yeah. by having. Good for you. Sex Good for, for you. Time. When the first, when the the kid comes out. Yeah. First first birthday. <laughs> first birthday. We're gonna have sex for the first time. Eric, our topic this week is speeches. We get into it a little bit with Paul Danke. Um, so I don't want to cover. We got into it. I want to talk about it. I mean, I do love speeches. I I yeah. Uh, I love stories. I don't, you know, I want to see what people come up with. I really want my mom to give a speech because she's going to be, uh, it's going to be a slobber knocker. Yeah. Um, and I want my sister to give a speech because I gave a speech at her wedding and I destroyed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just got in there and it was like a young Mike Tyson yeah. in, a, in a sandwich shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fucking destroyed. And I think that, and I really want her to, because uh she's so funny she's funnier than i am and she's funnier in like the realest rawest way yeah um i think she's gonna burn the house down um 
Yeah. That's great. I mean, I'm excited about speeches. I'm excited to hear those those people speak. I'm excited to. Yeah. Uh, are you doing a rehearsal dinner at all? You're not, right? We're gonna do. We haven't. We talked about like. There's like. We might do a rehearsal dinner at one of like both of our parents are renting a Airbnb nearby. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So we might do like a casual. Yeah thing at one of their houses because my mom wants to cook at some point and i think that's like the best oh yeah that's a if she doesn't cook then she's gonna lose her goddamn mind that's a Um, no-brainer um uh, yeah Yeah. she should cook she yeah she's a great cook um so she's probably gonna want to do like uh some armenian uh some kebab kebab we call it kebab okay okay bob okay bob okay bob um what? Uh, just have a cookout. She's probably gonna have a cookout. I love it. Uh, probably some speeches there. I mean, we're not really speech people. That's the thing, it's like uh Drew's like Drew's side of even though her dad was a speech writer, we get into it a little bit. Um you know, they're kind of shy, they're yeah. pretty quiet, yeah, you know. Um a lot of we'll see, though. a lot of alt LA comedies alt scene who's who. I noticed on the invite. So you got a lot, you got a deep well to choose from as far as um, opening up the floor or. Uh, Did we go who's? We didn't go who's who. I mean, you got a, a friend. It's an intimate. I mean, everybody's friends, but I mean, there's just a lot of good, good, uh, good orators coming to your wedding. Yeah. I want to see, you know, like I said, uh, and we do get into it, Paul. I want to keep it. <laughs> I don't want it to be an open mic. I, I, yeah. I really want there to be some speeches. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I don't get Dan. Stop fucking pushing me around. I, oh, all right. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, um, hey, Dr. I'm G. Sorry. Dan, Dan's left. Dr. G's back. Everything's fine. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know where I don't. I, I'm sorry. I feel hey, cornered. Hey, hey, I feel, I feel, hey, I, I'm, I'm, hey. Everything's fine. You got your no. It just you kept on asking me about speeches, and I don't know what we're gonna it's do. The with speeches, theme, of, it's the theme of the episode. I'm just trying to talk. Know, about... But you keep, but you keep on asking me, and it's who, like, it's if you if you had to narrow it down between like that. There you go. You're me, asking, I don't, I don't know. Stop, asking Dave me or Colin. Like, I think of that crew. If you're gonna have a representative from the Fringe Riders, which I think you said in past podcast, you did want to have one of us say something. Um, did I say that? Yeah, I, I or maybe you sent it to me in a text or something. You definitely expressed some interest in having, you know, me or anybody uh, say stuff. But here's, you here's think the thing with the French writers, uh, we have a we have a very very uh, complicated past. Yeah, Drew and I do with the French writers. Uh, Drew loves horses. Uh huh. So do so do the French writers. So she, she super loves horse facts. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if we've ever talked. Her favorite hat. The hat. I know exactly. Was, I know exactly was what you're ruined, talking about. It was ruined at a Fringe Rider show. Yeah. And then Dave uh, just kept it. And Dave just kept it. And it's it was like a really nice fur hat. Yeah. I don't think it was cheap. Um, uh, there. Yeah. I, I thought there would be care taken with the hat more so. Yeah. I wasn't ever in, uh, in charge of that. Although of the leader of the fringe writers, I, the buck stops here. So I'll take responsibility. But uh, yeah, that's on Dave and Finn. They poured, I think, Jaeger or something all over it. 
And then yeah, it was Jaeger, and it ruined. It was a real fur coat, and just like or fur hat. Yeah, well, I, I actually uh, think Dave uh, is very anti fur, and he's he's never going to come out and say that. But that's why. Yeah, that's why he sort of took to it, and then he just kept it. I, yeah. Colin and I were over there one time, and he was like yeah. throwing stuff around in his closet, and he's like, "Oh, here's Drew's hat." I'm like, "Why yeah. did you never just give that back to her?" Um, he did. She just didn't want it because it was ruined. I think I don't know. This, there's something happening with the hat, uh, it, and in Dave's apartment. I don't really want to get into it. Uh, oh, that place has that place has yeah. like bad vibes, right? Yeah, right. He invites you over to his house, and then you get there, and you're like, "Does he want me here? I don't think no, he wants me." He here. doesn't. He wants you to leave immediately, but he invited you. Yeah. What's it? Yeah. Yeah. We're getting off topic, but yeah, Dave's totally. And the, hall, the halls. The halls are very oh, claustrophobic. It's like a spooky. It's like a whole, it's like an old school. It's very, it's got a real, and yet yeah, he'll just sit there. Stewing. He stews. As soon as you walk into his apartment, you have, there's no other way to describe it than an overwhelming sense of you are not wanted there <laughs> at all. Yeah. He's not a very as good host. As soon as you walk in, even yeah. if it's like, and, he'll, and he's like, hey, come over, watch the game. I have a bunch of beer. We'll make a pizza. Yep. It's, and there's a piece, and you walk in, you see the game on. There's beer, there's you know uh, marijuana if that's what you're into, and there's pizza, <laughs> and 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 so you see that he he goes through you know yeah he goes, he goes through some trouble yeah, but yeah he doesn't want you there no. Um, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So well, that's probably where we'll end up after the wedding. Well, no, that's where we should have ended up oh, after your wedding. Speaking of, by the way, stick around. We got Paul, the great, the great comic oh. Paul Danke coming up. The, the genius of love—that's what I call him. Um, that's my nick. That's my nickname for Paul Danke. Genius of love. We touched on this during during uh, Paul's interview, but we never really explored it. So I'm going to say it now. As far as after party goes, are you staying at the house all night, or are you planning like a you know 10, 30, 11 p.m. bar run? Uh, I'm going to, we're going to feel it out. Something to, I think something to think about. We're going to feel it out uh, because there are neighbors, like, because it is a house. Pal- Palm of- Springs is like crazy with noise, yeah. or- noise ordinances. And have you talked to the people you're renting the house from about that? So Andrew, uh, Andrew Slater, who we've had on the podcast, who's the uh, owner and the landlord of the, the house that we're having already, he does not seem worried about it. Like I was like, I thought you know, I, I told him we're gonna have. I thought Palm Spring was like notorious for neighbors wanting to be quiet. I think it's real. I think you can either hit the jackpot and be like live on like a party block, yeah, or you could live on a block where it's the. I mean, but even like the old people party so hard there. <laughs> yeah, but they go to bed um, early. It seemed. It seemed like when we went, and again, we've only seen this house for twenty minutes. Yeah. Um. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, then the neighbors seemed, they seemed good. They seemed busy. They were like working on like, there was like construction stuff happening. 
they seem like chill people though. Yeah. Um, but there are neighbors on either side. Yeah. Well, so there's neighbors on it. Yeah. It's a Saturday night. Yeah, I think you guys will be fine. It's gonna be Saturday night. We're gonna definitely like talk to the neighbors. Yeah. Maybe greet. Maybe grease them. Hell, maybe maybe yeah. maybe grease them. Uh, but there's plenty of stuff. It's not. It's super close to like the main drag of Palm Springs. Yeah. Uh, that has a ton of bars, like really, really good dance clubs too. Yeah. I've, oh, I've danced my little tushy off, and yeah, um, I do really, I do really well in Palm Springs. Um, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. We should, uh, we should take a break and uh, come back with more Groomzillas really fast after this pause. What do you think? Let's come back. Let's let's take a pause and come back. Hey Dan, I love our podcast. Where can I where can I where can people listen to it? Eric, I love our podcast too, and they can listen to it on all the places they find podcasts, but they can also follow us on our social media accounts, Eric. We got Twitter, we got Instagram. On Twitter we're at, at @groomzillas and on Instagram we're at, at @groomzillas pod. Um the Twitter so, Yeah, go ahead, please. No, no, no. I'm sorry to interrupt Dan, but I just want to say that if you like our podcast, if you're if you're picking up what we're putting down, Come up to us on the internet. Give us a little nibble in our ear. You know, give us a little tush, a little slap on the tush. Yeah. Say hello. Tell us about your weddings. I want to hear about your weddings. If you're a groomzilla, please. Or if you're anybody out there, if you've ever been to a wedding and you have anything to say about weddings, <laughs> chances are yeah. you've been to a wedding. Please just reach out and scratch our tushes and give us a little hashtag. Hey, I got wet, and uh, I love what you guys are doing on Groomzillas. And we were, hey. we will be quick to reply. So if you like getting wet and you like staying wet, then get wet and stay wet with Groomzillas. Bye, I love you, bye. Bye, I love you, bye. Uh, welcome back to Groomzillas. That guy over there is 32 days away from his wedding. Um, Magic Johnson, baby, Los Angeles. The greatest basketball player that ever lived, Magic Johnson, number 32. He's dialed into Showtime. Uh, on the show this week, we have comedian Paul Danke. Eric, tell us about Paul, because I feel... I know Paul who, Danke? Yeah. Paul Danke is one of these guys, when I first started doing comedy in Los Angeles, yes. I, didn't know, I didn't know who he was, but when I saw his face and I saw his stand-up for the first time, I said, oh, that guy's famous. Yeah. Like, that guy... It's it was like looking at Johnny Carson if Johnny Carson wasn't a dick. He was Paul. That's, that's pretty much yeah. He, he was polished. Um, him and his whole crew. Yeah. He, they've been doing the comedy garage. It started yeah. in a garage in Burbank, uh, yeah. I think in like 2005. It's it's still yeah. going to this day every Thursday in Echo Park with uh, Cornell Reed and Sean Green. Those guys. I mean they they were everything when when we first started. Like I was anxious to go to comedy garage because it was like the big dogs that's where the big that's, dogs play it's kind of me and you dan gill and uh again colin and finn and and david your crew yeah actually really bro down yeah and alan yeah everybody yeah. it's, it's and alan, yeah everybody that's was my crew yeah that's, that's your crew. crew alan's my crew yeah um He's also got a album called Dank available on a special things records a special thing records he's so he's so funny he is 
he's a realist and a raconteur, and I there's not another comedian on the planet like Paul Danky. Please check out his album. It's called Dank. Is that what you said, Dank? It's Dank. Also, most pertinent to this podcast, the dude is the OG, original Groomzilla, got married oh. at 23, been married guy, for 13 yeah. years. He's, yeah. he's done it. He's, he's it. Yeah. He, he's Grandpapa Groomzilla. He got married when Coachella was still cool. He got guy. married. We get into it. He got married before Facebook. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he wasn't yeah. doing it for the likes. He wasn't doing it for the likes. Stick that in your vape and vape it. Uh, just a quick disclaimer about the interview with Paul and this week's episode in general. We had some tef- technical difficulties, didn't we, Eric? But we were doing a transcontinental yeah. podcast. That's why you love us. I'm in Baltimore. I'm in I'm in the spacious Forever Dog Zoo. He's in Los Angeles, California. Okay. And so I'm a, and the distance is real and it's a tangible distance, but it's also a real distance. And sometimes you know the emotions and even the audio files mm-hmm. will get a little. Yeah, disjointed, yeah. crumpled, and it, that's why you know there are different versions of ourselves and in, in life, and there are different versions of of my voice on this podcast that yes. you're going to hear because it's hard. Yeah, technical difficulties. But uh, thanks for bearing with us. Uh, and yeah, here you go. This is uh, our interview with Paul Denke. I love you. Bye. We're here with Paul Danke, the doctor of love. Dr. G. Sure, there's Dr. G. Hey, Dr. G. Dan Regal, Dr. G. I'm listening. <laughs> but here, we're here with a dank man, the doctor of love. What's up, everyone? Rachel is partner for 21 years. That's, That's right. incredible to me. Good, thank you. That's well, because how old are you? That's probably most more than half of your life. Yeah, yeah. I'm 30, I'm 36. Uh, I don't remember. I remember when we crossed the halfway point, and I was like, "Wow, that's a trip. That's yeah. such a trip." Yeah. Can I just a... say something real quick? Yeah. He's thirty-six. He can play twenty-four. Have you, oh, you played tomorrow? 24? He could play twenty-four tomorrow. So you usually have. We're both. But by the way, Paul Dank and I dressed the same, basically <laughs> today, for it's, the interview. It's and we so both, funny. We're both clean shaven. Unlike we're, we're not usually clean shaven. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, I'm looking at a young boy's face right in front of me. You guys are not only dressed the same, you're dressed different enough to look like you're in a band together. <laughs> we're in, in a the duo. Odds, which is some stylist dressed us like you guys are a band, but you're not like you're not twins. You're individuals. It's like yeah, all right. You're definitely from Sweden. Oh God, you thank you. Have like yeah. a, a better understanding of American blues than any American <laughs> has. Well, the Atlantic Records. Uh, I can't do a, a whatever Iceland accent. Amit Erdogan is very. It's such a beautiful accent. I I couldn't even. I don't even know where to hop on that. I was just doing Arnold, so you could just do Arnold if you want. You know, I remember in college, I was like, I could do an Arnold Schwarzenegger accent, and I was doing it in this sketch thing, and then it turned with Jamaican halfway through. That it. happens. That's, 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 pull it out of Jamaican. No. That happens to me. I think that's a common thing because that happens with me and Dave. We do Minnesota characters, and they naturally just turn into "Call me now for your free reading." <laughs> I was like, Call Cleo. Uh, I was like, I got brought in to like read like a pilot script mm-hmm. with a bunch of people, and it was like, I can't remember if I got paid for it. I don't think I did, but there was like, there were a lot of people there. There were like actors I recognized and stuff, and I was supposed to play like the uh, Ukrainian tech guy. Uh huh. 
And so I had like two lines and I'm just like waiting to like unfurl this like <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. But it came out to make it. Like it came out. <laughs> I was so embarrassed, and I was like, see, I don't. And everyone was just looking at me like, oh, dude, like, you just wait. <laughs> yep. you s- wow. I like, couldn't do it. That's it was really bad. Where is that clip? I'd like to see that. <laughs> I would love to see that. <laughs> There's something about the Jamaican accent that's just so natural. It's just, you just fall right into yeah. it. Yeah. It's like Southern, everyone can do Southern, everyone can do Arnold, everyone can do Jamaica. Yep. Yep. Um, or, you know, terrible versions of those three. Hey, I want to make a, a kind of a point i gotta make up top um mm-hmm. i told my wife she's gonna listen to this rachel oh is this a is this wife. a parental guidance suggested sort no of? no no not at all no this i Disclaimer. told i told her i was like you listen to it if there's anything details that you want to refute or you feel like i oh we can do a redact like, or we can do a yeah what do yeah. they sure. call that in the newspaper when yeah. they like uh yeah redaction yeah yeah, hopefully I don't lie. Hopefully there's nothing I have to redact, but I I'm just go I'm, I'm going to get ahead of the curve here. That's that's actually you just gave birth to like a fun thing we could do on the show where we just call the spouses. This is a great idea of the guests. I think you should. And we double we cross check the thing. We'll call it yeah. we'll call it uh we'll call it uh we'll call it Paul Denke's idea. <laughs> I, I love that. Thank you. He's a genius of love. He figured out how to love and he likes to include everyone. And that's the way yeah. he figured it out. That's genius. Yep. That is a great idea. We are raconteurs and we have <laughs> memories that are, can slip Abs- I, in either direction. Yeah. They can go in or out. Yep. Yeah. I got memories and I got stories mm-hmm. and you know, there's an estuary <laughs> where they meet and yeah. yeah, it gets muddy in that. You sure. Know, well, you want to punch up your memories and make them into yeah. better stories. You gotta make and them then sing. One becomes the other. Yeah. Like in, in Wendy's version, we're not even married. Oh, I love that. Yeah, there it is. Like talk to her, talk to her. <laughs> I love her the perspective. We broke up five years ago, but <laughs> <laughs> this charade is worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pushing it through. Um, so you got, geez, you got married when you were 23. That was, uh, I'm not going to do the math. That was over, that was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. I've been married for 13 years. Okay. We got married very, very young and it did, you know, it's, it was just after college. We just graduated college and I was like, I knew I was moving down to LA and she wanted to move back to California as well. So we thought let's get married while we're all, everybody's still here together, mm-hmm. you know, not move down there and like wait. Cause we, you know, I didn't. I didn't have any any designs on like getting down here and ditching her, so it just made sense right. to do it then, and uh, it was great. Is that when she was in Hawaii? What do you mean she came wanted to come back to California? No, no, she was born she was born down here, so was I. Yeah, and uh, we both just really wanted to move back to California. We weren't loving living in Washington State, so oh, I see. Okay. The plan was to move back to California, Southern California specifically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you just got married, and that sort of launched you onto your your new life in LA yeah been here ever since oh man that's Still, amazing we should have we should have got married before we moved to Baltimore and then we're like okay this is our going away party and our wedding and then we're <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, uh, it helps yeah that's kind of what your engagement was though you guys got engaged uh, and then you split yeah. yeah kind of uh that's great so that was like even like that's just so I could just see it so perfectly in my like 
mind <laughs> right now. It's like that post-college glow. You're like fucking. Oh hell yeah! Ready to hit the road. Like why not? Why don't we just get? Me? It's a Bruce Springsteen song. That's Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, we just lived it. We just packed up the, <laughs> packed up the U-Haul. You know, put yeah. my my four-wheel drive Honda wagon on the back, and you know, yeah, wow. brought Louie down. Okay, it was great. That's uh, living the dream. And then uh, now you guys do, you're, uh, you're a dad now. You guys got two beautiful kids. Yeah. Um, let's, let's go back to before you were a dad. You're, you're getting married. You're 23 years old. Where was the wedding? It was at my church. My, the, the church, my family's church. They still uh-huh. go there. And uh, yeah, it was, it was cute. Which is where? Where are you from? Up in Bellingham, people? Washington. Okay. Really cute spot. Uh, yeah. A bunch of family and friends came out and. It was great. And then we had a party at this old house. Or I don't know what it is, actually. It's a space. It's, <laughs> it's an a old building, like an old like, craftsman space. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was dope. How many How many guests are we talking? Do you remember? Uh, a little more than 100. Okay. Yeah. Not too big, but it was really, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing was at the church, like the ceremony and the reception. There's mm-hmm. like a little. Open. No, no. The reception was at another place. That was at this old house. This old said. house. Oh, you said that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were, you know, there we did the, you know, we got a taco bar. That was our plan. Uh-huh. We got a caterer to do like a taco bar and had just margaritas and it was dope. So, yeah. yeah, that's, and also like, there's always that first marriage out of college. My buddy, uh, Matt and my other friend Grace got married like right when we were like that age, 23, 24. Uh-huh. And it was like the first big wedding of all the friend groups. Is that how yours was? Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, me and then the, my other friends did like over the next few years. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely the, the first one. That's great because you guys knew each other for so long. You must have had a ton of mutual friends. We had, we had, you know, we just kind of hung out with a small group of people actually. So it wasn't, you know, we had our people for yeah. sure, and uh, we yeah. we still are friends with most of those people. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's uh, the way to do it. Yeah, a, a wedding, a wedding for I mean, this happens all the time, but less and less if you're in the East and West Coast bubbles and you're a libtard. But like the, <laughs> most people get married when they're in their early 20s in the Midwest, where I come from. Yeah, um, it's such a different wedding from the wedding I just had and the wedding Eric and Drew are probably going to have because like well, yeah. your kids, you go nuts. Yeah. And you guys are like sophisticated. You're grown folk. You have like. <laughs> Uh, opposite wise informed opinions and we were like just young and getting married and like making all the decorations ourselves and just uh you know just being kids with it and that was that was nice because there wasn't like the the social pressure wasn't there i feel like to have like a an event right and it was pre you gotta remember guys this is pre-instagram this is pre-etsy this is pre-facebook you know there was yeah facebook started when you Wait, was there like a craft wedding boom? Was this like pre-craft wedding boom? Like, oh, yeah. of course, like, yeah, of course. I mean, like, of course, with the internet, like it boomized everything. But like, there yeah. was for sure. Maybe I was just like tapped into it, and it's always been there. But like, the, <laughs> like, like that whole like the outdoor barnyard wedding, like, <laughs> yeah, like Budweiser commercial, like that wasn't a thing. No. When we were kids, right? Like, no, no. Are different yeah, it's you know yeah. what Etsy, Etsy, and like Pinterest yeah. have yeah. changed the I mean, the yeah. language of weddings. Yeah. And and Universal Life Church and people who aren't in yeah. the yes. church marrying people. Yeah, 
So you're before all yeah, that. You're you're like a, you're you're old school wedding. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah. But we still, you know, like we made our we made our invitations ourselves. Yeah. We had we had cupcakes instead of a cake. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. that's a that's ahead of the curve. That's a little. A, we're ahead of the curve on the cupcakes, cupcakes for yeah. sure. Uh, I felt like having a taco bar now. It's like that's pretty. That's what we did, yeah. Pretty we taco savvy. truck. Yeah. yeah, you you knew what was going on. We hit a lot of. You good... were a trendsetter in nineteen ninety. Wait, what was the wedding? <laughs> Ot four. Ot four. Uh, yeah, of course. This was <laughs> George W. Bush was in office. Yeah, you know, yeah. we were still reeling from nine eleven. It was yeah. a different time. <laughs> To yeah. be young, and Nelly was still on the radio. It was oh, he very was getting strange. he was getting hot in her. I was oh, that was not played at the at the reception. That was on your do not playlist. We had a we had a strict R and B only policy. Oh, okay, <laughs> all music. We said no chicken dance, no yeah. none, not a not a fucking drop of it. Like yeah. this is this is contingent on payment. Like none of it. And <laughs> right. he was like, I, I understand. And he played he played R and B all night. It was awesome. Yeah. So you went DJ, just a guy you found up there. Yeah, yeah. We we you know I remember interviewing this guy at Starbucks and it's just like, man, this guy's not that cool. But he he was like, I have so much music, and I was like, all right, if you've got yeah, you know, eighty thousand tracks, we can. Wait, you guys made? How did you get in touch with him? How did you find him? Shit, I don't know that. I don't know. I can't. Remember it was so long that. ago. There was you was a pre Yelp. Starbucks. You met the DJ at Starbucks. It's so funny. That's a sketch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right across from the REI. Oh wow. Yeah. It was great. Uh, wow. That's the most Washington thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Are, yeah, for sure. I just splash it with some real details Sh- for you. Should we meet on a hike or should we meet at the Starbucks <laughs> after the hike? Oh, that's great. A hike in the spring? Mm-hmm. So, so you go, you Eric. Like a traditional, like you had like, how involved were you in the church? You yeah. Per- like you personally, when you got, the church you guys got married in. Great um, question. It was, uh, I went there. I would sing like I would like do cantering at it like the Latin stuff. It was like a, it's a Lutheran church. It's mm-hmm. pretty casual, really, and uh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you did you want a Lutheran wedding or was it just something that was like yeah that's what you do? You know, it was just the me and the pastor had a good relationship. Like okay. He was a really bright yeah. guy and it was like a very you know had a good um, just a good interpretation of things. I really liked him, so yeah. I was happy to do it there with him we thought about doing it at this like boathouse and it was just like ah oh, then we're having this boathouse wedding and we didn't want to do that and it was like more expensive to drink there and we don't want to do that yeah yeah see that's what you get yeah. five ten years later you get married you're you're probably at the boathouse almost almost without question would have been at the boathouse there's after the wedding yeah mm-hmm. you know what when we renew the vows at 20 <laughs> we'll do it at the boathouse <laughs> or on the beach in ibiza you know we'll yeah. i'm curious right. like have- <laughs> I'm curious because you have like to have that uh, relationship with like the person that marries you. Like, I think right now, like uh, Drew, Drew and I were talking about. Drew brought it up earlier today, actually, like right before we sent the invitations. It's like, you know, we were talking about something. Something came up, and it's like, well, this is why people like go and like meet the person that's going to marry them, and they have like. I feel like we like need to talk. I feel like we should talk to someone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think we don't really know who our officiant is going to be yet. And like we talked about friends and we've talked about like hiring like ministers like from Palm Springs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it feels like you should talk to someone. I think so. even if like, you know, like even it, even like having like a really rock solid like relationship and like not no cold feet, like being ready for the marriage and all of it. Yeah. No, that's still. 
Yeah, I, well, we were... And I don't know why. I don't really no, know. No, you should do I, that. Because Wendy and I did that when we were dabbling with the Catholic... She's Catholic. I'm, okay. I'm nothing. And then um, he went to Portugal. Yeah, yeah, Father Tom. We But we did sit oh, down wow. with him, do, and we had the meeting like you're talking about. And it, yeah. it is kind of a cool thing to, like, sit down with a guy like that who just, like, looks you straight in the eye and it's like... Are you? Do you know what you're doing? Why are you guys doing this? Yeah. I'm going to ask you some questions. Like, you know, yeah. Do you have a clean palate kind of going into this thing? <laughs> I, I think that it's morally, really good. Yeah, yeah. morally. Like, yeah. are you going into this for the right reason? Yeah. Do you have like enough clarity of mind? Do you understand what it means to share a life with somebody and yeah. and your space with them and consider them? And I, they definitely did premarital. Like you had to at our to get married yeah, there. Yeah. I think yeah. it was like four or six oh. sessions and it was great. It's just because we had never, and we still, I mean, we've, t- we've talked about it. We've not done couples counseling, but it's great to sit with someone and have them ask you as a couple, like, how do you, f- you know, how do you feel about this? And then you realize you're not exactly on the same page and yeah, it's good to talk about it so that it's, you know, it, y- everybody can understand where the other one is coming from and you can have some of these discussions that need to happen. Yeah, and it just gets you thinking about it. Even if everything's hunky dory, yeah. it's just like, let's just get it out in the open about what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, any kind of metaphor you want to put to to like having a relationship or a marriage, it's it's like it takes a lot of work, like planning, and then it takes like you have to tend to it, or yeah. you know, there's facilitating, and unless you make the effort to learn how to or about what it means to take care of a relationship, then how would you ever do a good job at it? Yeah. Oh yeah. I totally agree with that. That's perfect. <laughs> that's, I mean, cause it is like, that's the thing. It's like when people talk about like relationship, nobody ever talks about the work part of it and oh. like the patient part of it. And like the, you know, giving yourself a part of it. Like, yeah. you know, cause you do have to like, just like chop off, like not chop off, but like <laughs> yeah, like prune it, like you said, um, yeah, tend to it. I I mean, because yeah. it's it easily it'll it can easily just like months can roll by and you're just kind of in um, a, a routine kind of mode, and then all of a sudden you know you're fighting and you're distant. And you're like, what's going on here? It's like, oh, we haven't been mm-hmm. <laughs> we haven't been checking in and tending to the relationship. Yeah, it's so easy Wait. not it's so easy not to. Yeah, sorry. Were you gonna say was there more? Because I was gonna take it. I was gonna take, take it. Take it. Go there, baby. Go there. What is the proposal story? I've never heard the proposal story. Great oh, question. it was really bad. I'm happy to share this because it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's not that funny, <laughs> but it's definitely embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Uh, we had, we she and I had these rings. We had like matching rings that we wore when we were dating. That was not like it wasn't like a promise ring. It was just like we bought them together. We thought they were cool. Yeah. One. And I took, she wasn't wearing hers and I took it from her and I proposed with that ring. Okay. And that was just, that was not, that was dumb. She didn't like that. That was, well, (laughs) here's the deal. Here's the deal. And there's a lot of like, you can go back and forth about engagement rings. Yeah. But engagement rings, like the value in it, like the literal value or just however you come apart across this thing, like it shows that you're taking it seriously. Yeah. And that's yeah. what, that's what the moment there is about. Like the, the gravity, the weight of yeah. the whole moment. And, uh, I don't know if she, th- I think that she felt that I wasn't being, you know, she, I don't, I don't know where she thought I was coming from. She said, no, Whoa. she said no. When I first proposed her. Yeah. And, um, and it was so funny because we. How old, how old were you? Sorry. 
Uh, I was twenty, probably twenty-two. Must have been twenty-two. Okay, so like right. Okay, I'm in college at this point. Yeah, I'm sure. but the ring wasn't there. I had everything the else. You got like got down one knee. You were very genuine and got, everything. Yeah, I got down on one knee. Oh, you, oh shit! I just remember this. Okay, so we were going to Las Vegas. We were taking a trip to Las Vegas, <laughs> uh-huh. and so I, I proposed the morning of us going to Las Vegas. <laughs> You're about to drive there or get on a flight? No, we're about to get on a flight. And <laughs> I remember I went and bought stuff for her, for like the flight, like just entertainment or whatever. And I bought wedding magazines. And uh, because she would like look at them and like give me a hard time about it, about wedding magazines in the past. So I was like, I'm going to get her wedding magazines. Uh-huh. I'm going to let her know that I'm like ready to talk about this. <laughs> so I gave it to her and then I like, with like all this like like candy and other like airplane shit or whatever, and then I dropped down and proposed, and she was like, "No, no," and I just <laughs> and so so we're just both crying, we're just crying on our bed. Like our dog Louie, he climbs up, he's there with us. Like we're all just like we're weeping, and then like you know we talk about it, and she realizes you know that it was that I'm for real, even though I'm an idiot. And yeah, this is a, just a, such a weak. <laughs> Such a <laughs> proposed with a copy of Modern Bride and some Skittles. <laughs> you know, I th- for me, uh, it's so unfortunate being a comedian because your sense of humor overrides a lot of other better judgment, and this was one of those times. Yeah. And uh, in the after the mo- in the moment, she said she said yes, and you know we we went and had a great trip in Vegas. Stayed oh, nice. at the Excalibur. It was a great time. Oh, I love the Excalibur. Stayed there with my family on a family trip to Vegas one time. That's a great. It's a great family trip. <laughs> don't know why we were there did you go to the show uh we saw one show and then but my parents parked us in the basement of the excalibur played some video games while they played oh yeah yeah that's the family vegas trip yeah we gotta talk about speeches let's talk about speeches. the theme the theme for our show this week is speeches you said you came in here hot you said you had a a, a anecdote locked and loaded ready to go about speeches yeah i do well here's the thing speeches are uh you know some people really worry about them they put a lot of work into them and they're always too long whenever they do yeah some people just do it on the fly and they're always way too short and not funny yeah Uh, but you really need to think about like who really wants to speak who are you going to let speak and how long do you want it to like dominate your, your, your whole time? Yeah. Now we didn't necessarily put that much thought and effort into it. And what inadvertently happened was no one gave a speech about my wife. Oh, oh no. And it's like, oh, I didn't, no. you know, I didn't realize it as it happened until later. And I was like, if I could go back and just tap myself on the shoulder and like, give a speech about your wife. Yeah. No one's gotten up and like said words about her. And I, uh, to this day, it kills it kills me. Did she not have like a bridesmaid or someone make she, a speech? She had a bridesmaid, but her bridesmaid wasn't like a super extrovert. She wasn't. I don't think she was like dying to get up on the microphone, and, and it just wasn't. Like I said, it wasn't discussed. Yeah. Pre prior, so um, that you know that kind of thing. You know, I wouldn't. I don't know if feelings were hurt or uh, you know. I just know that if it was up to me, it would have gone. I wish it went differently. Yeah. Well, we'll get her side of the story next week. <laughs> yeah, in, in new, well, I was going to say, in our new I was going to say, I mean, I got to run this by Drew, but I'm sure she'll be cool with it. If you want to give a speech about your wife at our wedding, dude, you totally, you totally can. Oh, man. 100%. I love that. Is the, that is so kind, and I appreciate that. You know, I'm happy to. I'm, That's real. That's a real that. deal offer. Uh, thank you. I mean, I do. Again, I got to run up by Drew, but I, I'm sure she's going to be fine. That—that <laughs> um, That is unfortunate. I don't think you can only blame yourself for that, though. No, of course not. But 
you know, I like to I like to think that I'm the person that's listening for a, something like that and would be there to swoop in there. And I, you know, yeah. it's one of the yeah. ones one of the ones I wish I could go back and do differently. But you know, that's how it, that's how it played out. Yeah. So did you do two speeches or how many speeches did you do total? Um, I think there might there's probably two two or three, but I I don't really. I, that I don't remember exactly. Yeah. I've never watched the tape from our reception. Oh, really? No. There is a tape. You just have not watched it. Yeah. We have a tape of the wedding, which we watched like uh, the, on our honeymoon. And then we haven't looked at it since. We yeah. haven't looked at any of that. Are you stuff. serious? Yeah. 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 It's great. It's sitting there. Right. We'll watch it again someday. Yeah. That's nice that it's like it's yeah, gone that. and you have no idea what's there. And yeah. Then... There's no reason. I know. my. I think my aunt and uncle go back and watch it every year. And I think no, that's A lot really of people cute. do that. That's cute. Yeah. I think that's cute. I like uh, stockpiling it, though, what you're doing, because it's going to be so much better. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> your kids do you are, have, your Dan, kids are going to pull it out. Did you get video at your wedding? Um, just what people got on cell phone. We didn't have a videographer or anything. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I just got the pictures back today from Megan Picture Taker Thompson. Oh, she takes such great yeah. photographs. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, they... If I if it weren't for me being sweaty and shaved and bloated and all of them, they were they're fantastic pictures. <laughs> um, Stop it! Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get you photograph sweating so much on your wedding day. I I, sw- I put my suit on. I went outside. It, it was just like an hour and a half, two hours before the wedding even started, and I just started sweating. I'm like, well, this is gonna be me the whole yeah. night. I've, you look great. You didn't look like you were sweating at all. Um, right when I, well, the family, the, the unfortunate thing is right when we were doing like the family portraits before people even got there mm-hmm. was like the hottest part of the day. And I had just yeah. been running around outside. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very, very shiny for all of those, but you know, it's how it was. It's fine. Um, yeah, I'm pretty worried about that. I don't know what the weather is going to be like in Palm Springs in December. Um, it's chilly. I looked it up. Healthy. It's like, uh, it's like highs of 70 around there. Mm, crisp. Oh, cool. It could be crisp. Yeah, that's dope. That's cool. We're going to keep the pool heated, though. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, I wonder who's going in. Me. Who's going in? <laughs> I mean, I feel like everyone's going to be, like, everyone's going to have their suits handy, right? Like, we don't have to, like, send out a thing, but it's like, if you want to bring, we do want it to be, like, you know, if there's a pool, there's a pool. Like, I've never lived with a pool, so whenever I'm in a house, Staying right. in a house that has a pool, I'm yeah. trying to use that fucking pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole time. Even with your vintage '70s tuxedo that you that is tailored for you somehow. I mean, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have at least seven or eight costume changes throughout. Oh, of course. Um, I mean the ceremony, the tux, the tux and the Jordan are ceremony exclusives, and then. <laughs> <laughs> And then, then I'm gonna go through like my desert, desert phase. There's like gonna be like during cocktails, it's gonna be like a real like yes. lot of robes, uh, cast hand. I don't even know what that is. Oh, um, wow, looking forward to that. What oh, are you doing wait. for speeches, yeah. Eric? Um, I don't know. We haven't really talked about it. Like, I really want my mom. I really. I really want my mom to give a speech. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, her dad, Drew's dad, Dave, was a speechwriter for a very long time. Um, so I think he should give a speech. Was that during the I Reagan administration? Really my... That was for Reagan, right? He wrote for... Huh? That was during the Reagan administration, or who did he write speeches? He, no, he was a speechwriter for Geraldine Ferrero, uh, 
really uh, was the vice president. Yeah, who ran against Reagan. Oh, I was um, making a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. shit! No, yeah, yeah. He was Geraldine Ferrero's uh, speechwriter. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, get that guy in yeah, the mic. Yeah, really cool. Okay, so but you don't have like a wedding party. You don't have like best man, maid of honor, who would naturally fall into speech territory. Um, I think I mean like there's not gonna be that many people. Um, I doubt there's gonna be you know. I feel like we could. I feel comfortable saying that whoever wants to give a speech can give a speech. But like officially speaking, I think my sister would probably give a speech. Um, Drew has two sisters; they could both give a speech. Yeah. yeah, anything can happen. Yeah, I think we're gonna leave it semi-open. We're not gonna—it's not gonna be an open mic, but yeah, right. of course not. You know, uh, you guys are both candidates. Oh, I yeah. think you know. I might say some heartfelt words about love. Hmm. About to, Wait, coming, what did you say? I can't hear you. I said I might say some heartfelt words about love coming together. Yeah. You know. Yeah. After uh, your speech to Rachel. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> First, I'm gonna give a 10-minute speech to my wife. Um. I actually am going to also speak to Rachel just because it it feels. Yeah. Yeah. You guys you know. are ready to take your relationship to that next. Yeah. Well, it just, just sounds she yeah. was like, like she was really overlooked at her own wedding, um, which is. Yeah. Pretty... Well, hey, let's not, think... hey, let's not overstate here, Dan. I think she was really celebrated, but just not in speech form. Uh-huh. Oh, OK. OK. Every other way she was treated like an absolute queen. Um, I don't I don't doubt it. What who. So. Who were the official speech givers at your wedding? Did you have best man and I had two yeah. I had two guys, my two number one guys, uh Brian and Cody, two guys I've known yeah. for, you know. I got since, a Cody. You got a Cody? Yeah. I've and I've I've said this before, I I've loved every Cody I've ever met. Never <laughs> met a bad Cody. Prove it. Yeah. Show me a bad Cody and I'll show you a guy who's going by Cody. But his real name's <laughs> yeah. Derek. You know? Yeah. Cody's are good people. He's a Cody interloper. Yep. If he's a bad Cody. And they were great. They were they were great speeches, I remember. And then Rachel had her maid of honor and I, you know, something must have there must have been some type of transition. I, I don't know what how the moment passed. I don't know how the moment passed. Yeah. It's all that part was a blur because it was like you're sitting up in front of everybody and like this is kind of strange. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um all of a sudden the mic's getting passed around. And this was before I wasn't much of a standup at the time. You know, yeah. I was only a, I was only a few shows in, so I wasn't uh-huh. very, yet. Oh, you'd already started standup. I didn't know you started standup. Yeah. I had started up when I was in college. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that was the b- very beginning of it. Yeah. Um, so I just, I forgot what I was going to say. I had something I wanted to ask Eric, Eric help. Um, what so what were like this were there speeches like normal like roasty yeah like was there was there a roast element yeah real yeah, roasty yeah you know not not real roasty but definitely you know just give you know remembering a lot of good memories of dumb shit that we had done together and how you know because they all really knew Rachel very well they were all really close with her as well so it was I guess they they touched on it I wouldn't say she was totally overlooked but. yeah. I remember what I wanted to ask. Did you do a rehearsal dinner and did you have people speak there? We did a rehearsal dinner. It was, no, I don't think people spoke. That was at my folks' house. Okay. It was just a casual dinner. 
Because that's often a place where, like you're talking about, Eric, where the mic is open or the floor, yeah. the floor yeah. is open to people. We did have a guy. Yeah. We had a guy just come into the, crash the party, crash the uh, the rehearsal dinner at your parents' at house. My parents' house. Yeah. And I didn't. I didn't notice, but one of Rachel's uncles kind of spotted this guy just like lingering and was like, "Hey, buddy." And, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" He goes, "Yeah, I just gave him a beer and sent him on his way." And I was like, "Wow." And this is what I. And you guys I, didn't know him at all. Not at all. We did, we lived in my my folks. They lived in the college neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, so there was a lot of you know there was just people. Oh, he thought he was going to a keg party or something. Yeah, he probably thought there was you know obviously there's people in you know well, probably some pretty nice Hawaiian shirts and uh, oh yeah you know, some you know you know it's a. Uh, did you do a Jimmy Buffett thing? You're a big Jimmy Buffett guy, I know. No, this was even really before I got into Jimmy Buffett. Wow. I had only a casual interest in Jimmy Buffett at the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think I owned any albums. <laughs> <laughs> so where did the Hawaiian shirts come from? Well, you know, it's just There's that's a baby parrot head. That's what that's what guys wear who are casual guys who are going to a nice event. They'll wear like a nice like a Hawaiian Tommy shirt. Bahama. Yeah, like an ironed. You know, it looks new. I I never wear a yeah. Hawaiian shirt that looks like that. But yeah, I yeah. I appreciate that as like the concession for a casual man in a yeah. nice environment. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I went this far. <laughs> there for there for sure is like Hawaiian like like fancy Hawaiian wedding gear. Oh, for like sure. Hawaiian clothes. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, casual. Like there are like wedding flip flops. Yes. Like the real. Yeah, you the get the good ones. Whatever, like, the reef. Yeah, like the real good leather, brown leather reef. Yeah. The, oh, or the yeah. rainbow ones. The rainbows. Um, yeah. <laughs> what sort of uh, what do you remember any speeches from weddings you've been to? that really jump out with you like just either they killed or they bombed or I all I I can say with great certainty that a long speech is the death of a, a wedding reception oh yeah it is brutal yeah it is yeah unforgiving it's re- it's like a hurricane it just shows up and so it just yeah. sits and dumps on the people yeah. and they're like what I, yeah I can't get up right now yep. and uh, the yeah. couple's like uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh god, there's papers <laughs> rustling. Did you you were at my wedding. My my brother gave a it was a good speech. It was a, it was a little um he took a long road to get where he was getting to. I thought it was part of a joke cuz he kept saying what else. He got there. He got there though. <laughs> but he was doing what Paul is describing now. He was like looking at his paper. He literally said what else several times. Yeah, that's uh, to the point yeah. to the point where I thought when he said when he said what else, I thought he was joking. I thought he was he joking, joking too, but no, no, he was not. Oh, wow. Okay. No, I sadly had to leave before the Oh, that's right. That's right. Wedding. Um, okay, this. good. See, I love that shit. I want I want long ass speeches in my at, at, at our nups. Yeah. I want I want people to go. I want people to go in whatever. I mean, you know. <laughs> I yeah, I understand. We know everyone. Yeah. Well, yours is much smaller and more intimate. I, I understand real. what Paul is saying, though, where it's like, you know, 100 plus people. Not oh, everyone course. probably knows, even the speakers. Um, oh, of course. Or, you know, like the groom or the bride that well. So it can disrupt yeah. things. You know, I always play to the back of the room and that's where the bad boys are sitting. And I want to make sure <laughs> yeah. the bad boys are having fun. I don't want yeah. them lighten the uh, lighten the centerpiece on fire, you know, because yeah. they're bored. I've oh. all been there. Yeah, I, have I've you been have guy. you ever have you ever given speeches at weddings? Yeah, I've given a few speeches at weddings. I I like it because yeah. if it's usually if so, it's someone I know really well and I have a good idea of like a 
a poignant anecdote to share. I try to get him feeling some right. emotions and then yeah. hit him with a good punchline right. at the end. It's, oh, yeah. It's also such a warm yeah. crowd. Warm. Yeah. Can warm I say crowd. something? Yeah. Can I say something? Do you think the... Um, What's the what's the word I'm looking for? A real fancy word starts with the T. The the timber, not the timber. Yeah, timber of the speeches. Do you think it relies on timber? or is connected to the vowels? Mm. Like mm. the like this the level of the vowels. Do you think that affects the speeches later on, or do you think that people go in kind of having something prepared and you think they just stick I, to that? Yeah, I, I think, think the latter. The latter. Yeah. Yeah, maybe if someone's a real off the cuff person, they might they might be so good to take an element yeah. of it, but that is right. Yeah. No, I think people are you locked know? and loaded cuz I, I I think it's a big you also forget this too like at your own wedding, but like when you ask someone to give a speech, like that's a pretty big thing to put on someone yeah. and they like they get nervous. They start thinking about it and get nervous and they're like preparing weeks out at least yeah. when I spoke before they're I They're going to Toastmasters. Yeah. They're brushing up. Yeah. Yeah, it's stressful. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think my they dad, come in pretty loaded. My dad gave a really weird speech in my no, it wasn't weird, but it was like it just didn't his tone didn't match any of the other speech givers tone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it is sort of made it seem weird. He also did it like in a different language. He was just like, because my sister's, my sister's husband is not Armenian. And there were at least like about half the people at the wedding did not speak Armenian, maybe even more. Um, my, my dad was like not having any of that. He was just like, yeah. Um, excuse me, folks. In like his, bro- in his broken English, like apologized for what he was about to do and yeah. what that was was like a meandering long ass speech in Armenian that was like real. It was like uh, it was like so. It was a somber. No, it was somber. It was like sure. It was somber and it was like a like very like by the books and it was just oh boy. <laughs> I mean, but he's so like he's charming and he's the father of the bride, so it was like right. Yeah. It was fine, but yeah. He's not speaking at my wedding. I'm gonna let my I was just gonna ask that. I was just gonna ask that. Yeah, he's not speaking at my wedding. Um, where do you think speeches should go, uh, like in the order of operations, as far because that this was something we kind of struggled with, and then one of our speech people giving one of our speeches had to go uh, put their kids down to bed and come back, so they got delayed. I wanted yeah. to get it out of the way early. Yeah. So people, because yeah. people, or else it's just sort of hanging over everyone. Yeah, I I really like to get as much of the ceremonial stuff. Yeah. Front load it. Yeah. And then uh and then get to the just hanging out, yeah. having fun together. But, you know, I could see, I could see doing it later. I could see doing it later. Definitely, like at if you're doing like an after party thing, like where the a lot of times at yeah. weddings now the young people. After the yeah. reception, they go to a bar or something and they have what, you know, right. their peers, right. you know, the people that they will yeah. really like come up as adults together with and they kind yeah. of have their thing. And I think that's yeah. a nice time to also give a speech. Oh, okay. I think that's a good. Yeah. I did that at my sister's wedding. They got on like a party bus and then like the people on the party bus went to a bar mm-hmm. while everyone like started the reception separately. Oh, wow. That's fun. I wonder, they came I'm, back I'm, in. we might be able to do something like that. I mean... The thing is, like, I don't know. It's going to be, like, off-season there, so it might be pretty, actually, pretty chill. 
I don't yeah. know if it's ever off season there. Yeah, I was gonna say, is that is. the off season? I don't know. I guess it's not. It's pretty cool, and at night yeah. I bet it's cold. Yeah, yeah, it does get cold. Because I was yeah. just thinking about pool. I like sitting poolside in Palm Springs, and I don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Eric, you got anything else for Paul while we got him? He's been married. Um, I can't, he's been married for. I can't wait to see you. Yeah, what? Thir- Fourteen years. Thirteen. Thirteen years. Thirteen years. Thirteen years. Yep. Um, I mean, this is the guy to talk to if you got any questions, but um, yeah, he laid it all out for us. He's going to be there in Palm Springs for yeah. your desert wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh, and some beautiful and loafers. Yeah. Oh, loafers. You already know. Yeah, nice. I see it. And I'm sure. Oh, God. Oh, God. Your look. You had the look in the male division. Yeah. For sure. Had the look of the night. <laughs> he looked great wedding. at my wedding. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I felt oh, for sure. I felt pretty good coming into it. I yeah. I was I felt jubilant yeah. and I felt like my outfit yeah. uh, looked jubilant. Yeah. yeah. When it all lines up, because I've been to weddings where I'm like, I'm not feeling this outfit. I'm yeah. kind of restricted. I'm not gonna have, and then I don't have that much fun. Yep. Yeah. Because here's the thing, you took a risk and it paid off. And when a risk pays off on your wedding outfit, you're done. I mean, Sky's the you limit. can't. When a risk pays off, there's nothing you can do. No, you no, know, that's no what we live for. traditional outfit's going to live up to that. No, yeah. no, that's true. You, yeah, it's true. You got to go. You got to go there. Fun. I was born fun and flirty. I'll die fun and flirty. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. think that's as far as Groomzilla's and goes. <laughs> and also, the offer is serious and it still stands. If you, and I got to run about through real quick. Yeah. Um, but if you want to give Rachel a speech at our wedding. I want that to happen. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I I'm gonna I'm gonna take that into serious consideration. We will we will be yeah. we'll be texting about this. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be texting. Uh, and we'll get Rachel's point of view from again next week in our new brand new. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna, ma- I'm gonna make her. She's gonna listen to this. She'll yeah. be and uh, you know she'll be fact checking and I I think that I I think I did her justice for sure. You know, I love her. I love yeah. her deeply, and that's what it's really all about. Oh my god! I think that yeah. might be. I think that this might be a new segment. I think. I think you're a genius. Oh yeah, of love because I think it'd be really funny if like the partners or the spouses the week after just like left voicemail messages. Yeah, like, you know what? Um, I don't remember that. Or you yeah. know something. You know something fact less checking. catty. Yeah, the fact uh, check from the spouse. Loving. You know, it, yeah. it allows for a you know a big big component of us of a healthy marriage is a consideration. Mm-hmm. You know, considering your other partner, yeah, and as well as giving them the the time to yeah. say their piece. Yes, those are two. You know, yeah. so very important, and I think it'd be it'd be healing. It's great advice. We try to follow it here on Groomzilla's. It's why we started a podcast and have had our spouses on for about twenty minutes each. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Paul, thank you so much for being here. I think this was I think this was fun a fun and flirty time on Groomzilla's. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you for having me. I I loved it. That was great. Peace. Peace. What'd you think about that, Dan? How good is that Paul Danke? Well, huh? it was everything I expected and more. Uh, the guy brings it, and he's just, uh, like I said in the intro, he's an OG, original Groomzilla, that guy. Yeah. Also, that guy, yeah, what? What? He said on the way out the door, which he was he was yeah. upset he didn't get to say it on the podcast, so I'll say it for him. He used to yeah. work for the show Bridezilla's. So, never heard of it. Okay. Just kidding. Oh, it's on the show. Yeah, Bridezilla's. Well, because we're Groomzilla's, the podcast. Oh, I get it. And he worked oh, for I the show it. Bridezilla's. I never put that together. Groomzilla's and I never even oh. heard of Bridezilla's. Yeah, that's why we're 
so creative over here and fun at the Forever Dog Podcast Network. But find more, by the way, find more comedy podcasts at foreverdogpodcast.com. <laughs> Eric, uh, I've, I feel like you're in a good place for, compared to last week. You're, you're, the, the ship has left the port. I, I don't. Dan, I want to temper. I you sound you sound so excited. You sound like a little child at Disneyland right now about yeah. my good feelings. I want to temper it, buddy. Uh, yeah. I know me. Yeah. I know if I let myself get too up, I'm gonna get too up. Okay. So I'm gonna prepare myself. I'm 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 just trying to I'm just trying to stay even right now. I'm about- just trying to stay even and uh and and just do the next thing in front of me. Yeah, one step at uh, a time. Maybe one step. Maybe yeah. maybe because last week we gave you some really strong marching orders. What do you want to have done by the time we talk next week? Because we're, we're I want I want an efficient. I want an efficient. There God it is. It. There it is. All right. So if we can get the efficient in before next week, oh, you're cooking with gas then, aren't you? We'll see, man. We'll see. I metaphors are weird for me right now because again, like the, I just the ship has left the port, is what I said earlier. Who's the ship, man? No. Who's the ship? The ship. The ship. <laughs> well, we the have ship a, is, <laughs> the ship is the ship is hitting the fan right the now. The ship has and sailed. I think we should say our goodbyes. Um, <laughs> Eric, pleasure Dan, as always. Dan, I really appreciate everything that you do for me uh, during my nups. You've been a real. You're really coming up with a. I don't. I don't like golf. I don't know golf, but I. Uh, it's another metaphor. But I'm, I'm I'm staring down a hell of a putt. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. And I and I and I hear and you, and I and I know you you're carrying my bag. I'm your caddy. You're, car- you're my caddy. Yeah. And I'm. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna give you the putter. You're, the, you're gonna give me the butter. Give me the putter. I got a putt. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's that's the metaphor. Yep. Why? What do you? You got a putt. You know yeah. what are you worried? Why? You, you're on the green, you, buddy. You're on the green. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I worried about what club I'm gonna use? You're gonna put it. Yeah. That's perfect. The legend of Danner. The legend of Danner Vance. <laughs> oh no, Doctor G. The legend of Doctor G. I am really forcing this Doctor G character. I gotta. I gotta. You really are. Like, and I. And I, um, I really like the legend of Danner Vance. <laughs> the legend of Danner Vance. Oh, that's perfect. That's funny. I can't, I can't top that all. Um, fantastic. Well, let, Thanks, Dan. I'll, I'll see you next week. Goodbye. I love you. Okay, bye. I love you. Bye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original dog. podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe dog. to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.